You know what? You are the only person you are guaranteed to spend the rest of your life with. So, we want you to feel at home with yourself. To have an understanding of what being human truly means. And to be a witness to the things that are happening within you. We're here for the good. The bad. And the downright ugly. <laughs> so, come on this journey. And be messy with us. You are listening to The Real Meaning of Humanity with Alexis. That's my name. And you're Krista. Yeah, that's me. But you know what I was thinking yesterday? What? No. You looked at me like it was so juicy. It's not juicy. (laughs) Like, give me the juice. (laughs) No, on my way to my hair appointment, because I, you know, take long drives. She lives far, whatever. (sighs) Shout out. She's great. Oh, my God. I need to pay her. That's a good reminder. Yes. I need to pay her. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, so I think a lot on my drives. Right. And usually I'll listen to, like, my favorite podcasts and stuff, but this time I was just, like, listening to music and just chilling. Yeah. Um, and singing, you know, because I haven't <laughs> done that in a while. I love doing that. I haven't vibed out, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. I was vibing out. <laughs> and I was thinking and I was realizing how much – redemption has came into my life yeah (laughs) just like in the small consistencies right and how it's turned to how it feels like redemption now and what i mean by that which okay that's what i'm talking about that's i kind of want to talk about that today yeah like kind of like small consistencies that turn into redemption only because like i thought this was i thought i was never going to get redemption and people always think that redemption looks like a certain type of way right like how i did and i only say that because i mean most of y'all know (laughs) most of y'all know that what i went through the past three years we did a whole episodes about it we've done follow-ups blah 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 and (laughs) chris's face (laughs) like yeah (laughs) and there was moments like throughout this year we're like oh there's still parts of me that obviously is still angry of course because, <laughs> you know, you're realizing the true behavior and what it actually is, you know, processing, debriefing when you're finally out of that storm. Yeah. And now sometimes it feels like you're dealing with the ashes of everything or um, now you've come, you're over the grieving process and you've come into accept- acceptance and you now know why things happened the way they did. And so basically that's what I was doing. And I feel like this year like this past year past Mm -hmm. 365 days right right god whenever i would talk to god about everything which isn't often like whenever i do spend my time with god it's not about that anymore right it's about like other things like well i'm not gonna say it because it's sacred (laughs) (laughs) it's just it's about other things that i have going on but also like dreams and i'm just happy (laughs) so it's nice to have just like happy (laughs) moments with god Right. No, instead of crying. But there are those moments where it does pop up again, where I'm like, oh, I actually did go through that. <laughs> like, oh, that actually was a part of my life because I do forget that it was. Isn't that crazy? It makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know if that's like um, PTSD where you just forget or if like so much healing has came and mm-hmm. it's just kind of like I forget that I even went through that. Right. I would say, I feel like sometimes our brains, most times our brains want to block out anything that hurts us. But the thing, the difference between like 
oh, something has happened to me. I'm going to block it out. And oh, something has happened to me. I'm going to work through it and understand it and process it and heal it. And then I <laughs> the, yeah, then block it out. That was those, those are two totally different things. Yeah. <laughs> one is an unhealthy way and one is a better, healthier way. Yeah. And I think, and I think in those past three years, especially the last year that everything was happening, I felt it. Like, oh, yes. Ooh, mm-hmm. I felt it. I felt it all. Mm-hmm. And that's when... I was in that program and, you know, having coaches, all different types of coaches come to me. It wasn't, I didn't just have one life coach. It was, I had many life coaches. Right. (laughs) So I feel like now that this year, like 2022 was a really good year for me. And I feel like 2023 is a good, has been good too. But there, I was talking to my friend the other day. I'm going like everywhere. You're good. I'm (laughs) I'm ping ponging. Ping ponging. Um, (laughs) I was talking to my friend the other day, Al. We actually had him on here. Yes. Yeah. And we were just like talking and he was he was about to tell me something because he, he, I met him at the church that I went to and he still works there and stuff, which is great for him. He's like one of the good ones. There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we were talking and he was about to tell me something. Oh, I need to tell you something. And usually in the past that would trigger me like, oh my God, he, like... Because when people would say, oh, my God, I need to tell you something, and they were still from that church, I'd be like, please, just fucking shut your mouth and don't yeah. tell me anything <laughs> about him. Yeah. And I'll, and usually I would get triggered. And he was like, well, wait, I don't want you to think it's about anything. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? Why are you freaking out? He was like, oh, I just I just thought you you thought that I was about to say something that I wasn't about to say. And I was like, I'm so completely lost here. What? And he was like, I thought, I didn't want you to think that I was going to bring up, you know. And I was like, oh, no, I didn't think that Yeah. at all. Which is good. <laughs> like, that's progress. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, that was like way over my head. I didn't even understand what was going on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and we just got to talking about how I've noticed that everybody in my life who really does life with me mm-hmm. and who loves me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. They don't, they know, they know not to look him up or if they know anything, don't tell me because it's just like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. Like we're just not a part of each other's lives and that's good. And I was telling Al, I was like, listen, I prayed for this. Like where I'm at now, like there was weeks and months of crying myself to sleep every night, praying to God, I don't want to know him anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to love him anymore. I don't want to know him anymore. I don't want to know what's going on. I don't want to know anything about him. Like, praying for us to become strangers. Right. Which might sound sad if someone else is listening on the other end. But for me, it's not because of how so much abuse was going on. Yeah. And so I was telling Al this and I was like, honestly, like I'm sitting in my answered prayer. Exactly. You are. And when I said that, I was like, whoa. (laughs) Like that is so redeeming to come out of something like that and not... Not even have, like, I don't think this individual is disgusting anymore. I don't think who he is is disgusting. I think his behavior was disgusting. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't have any, like, resentment or anger. And 
the fact that I'm sitting in my healing and in my peace and not having anything disrupt that mm-hmm. is very redeeming for me. Yeah. And not having <laughs> my brain be like, do we, do we need to know? Do we need like, – because my toxic trait is I need to know everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I can control it. Yeah. But I think going through what I went through helped me realize that I don't need to know everything nor do I want to know everything. Right. And you don't know a stranger's life. And so that's how I feel. And then and then also with the whole lovey word. Yes. <laughs> I was with my babies that I used to nanny last night. And oh, I'm starting to get emotional. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was with them. And like that word, I was thinking about it yesterday too before I saw them. I was like that word doesn't feel so corrupt anymore Mm -hmm. and and I realized why it was so important because like it was something that was very like sacred to me and my family Mm -hmm. and for me to share that with somebody who I did really love at the time and it was it was meaningful in a way of like this is the way that we show our love and for him to corrupt that and for my mind just to look like, wow, like it doesn't feel safe anymore. And that's like a big thing for me. Like I just need to feel safe. Yeah. And throughout this past year, God has had small consistencies where he's bringing that word back to safety. Mm-hmm. Like where I'm still using it, it's still a part of my language with little babies that I love and care for and also the Kardashians say that word you know like (laughs) I did not know that yes 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 the 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 grandkids the little babies that they all have they call Kris Jenner lovey (laughs) oh yeah and so I'm like it's this word is universal and yes if it's universal it can be corrupted but he doesn't have power or an individual doesn't have power to take away this word that has felt safe for you. That has, um, that's been a tool for you to love somebody. Mm -hmm. And God has just been redeeming that word for me this past year. And it's, and I was just realizing, and I saw this on Instagram the other day. So someone was sharing our hearts actually connect way better and more securely and safety, safely in a relationship where there is everyday consistent small repairs with level two or with level one, level two and level three pain versus just having that huge miraculous moment mm. we think we need in order to have a nervous system reset. And this could happen in relationships or within yourself or in um friendships or a trip or anything it's it's that stability is actually found in that everyday relationship building not the magical moment that we fantasize about and wait in desperation for and that hit me so hard because in this past year I felt like God was confirming everything he told me within that abusive painful time yeah and so that was very validating Mm -hmm. even like God validating that that word lovey is a very important word for me mm-hmm. 
and how he wants to redeem that. So everything he was telling me is just very validating in my sacred moments with him. But we as Christians, the reason why I bring all this up. Right. (laughs) Just to get to the point here. Us as Christians, and I've said this before, we all want to be that woman who touches Jesus's robe Mm -hmm. or cloak or whatever he was wearing and wants to be healed instantly. Yep. They don't want the small moments or feeling the pain and feeling it inch by inch just to see what that pain is telling you. And that's what we've always said on here is like your pain is actually telling you something. Yeah. And it's just now screaming and crying out to you because you haven't been listening. But on the pulpit, we just receive a message of like, well, Jesus can do anything and everything. He's he's so powerful. He can fix things like that mm-hmm. in the snap of a finger. <clears throat> Miracle worker. Miracle worker, way maker. So why can't he just do it right now? Yeah. But I'm telling you, like, it doesn't take a huge apology and getting down on one knee to fix something. Yeah. And I think that is a big misinterpretation in a lot of relationships and I think that's what was going on in mine too is that this grand gesture this grand romantic gesture or grand apology would just fix everything and then we'd be fine the next day and it's not Mm -hmm. and I always needed stability and consistency in word yeah and that couldn't happen and but during that process with me and God and my sacred moments with God it was small little wins Mm -hmm. every day which helps me build trust back within myself and in my heart and connect back within my heart because I did lose a lot of trust yeah and I lost and in that when I lost trust in myself I lost trust with God I didn't trust God anymore yeah and God knew that not because he did something but because my view of him was warped at this point because of what happened And God knew that. So in order to build my relationship back up within myself, in order to build my relationship back up within God and really truly know his character, not not the character that everybody was telling me about, but truly encounter him. It was small, little encounters every day that didn't take 30 minutes. It took like two, five minutes. Whenever we're talking about like, okay, well, God is a miracle worker and I like we you you mentioned it but we think of miracle as this huge grand gesture we do think of like okay god is just going to completely drop this huge bomb and everything's going to be great again or whatever it is and oftentimes because that's our view of it and we kind of talked about this with al but that's our view of what it's going to look like that sometimes we miss we miss the actual miracle because right now where you are it is a miracle like oh my god yes it is a miracle but it didn't look like how we thought it was going to look like, exactly. you know what I mean? In order to get to this space where you're at now. Yeah. I thought, because during that whole time when I was going through everything, I kept yeah. hearing and I would listen to stories of like, God's going to redeem this. God's yes. going to redeem it in this way, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, so God's going to redeem this. What redemption looks like for me is mending the relationship. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is it? <laughs> mending the whole community that I was a part of like building it back up again and bringing that person back into my life like that's redemption it's gonna we're just all magically gonna trust each other again after all the damage that has happened 
the destructive messiness of it all. Yeah. <laughs> and I laugh now because only because if I was to really get honest with myself, that is not what my heart wanted. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. I, know. I don't want to be in an abusive, cheating relationship. Right. I don't want to have that story. I really don't. Some people do. And it's it's worked for them. God has brought it together and it's beautiful and I love that for them. Yeah. But I don't love that for me. Mm-hmm. And I knew, I think my heart knew that there was something more for me and I just wasn't listening to her. Yeah. And that's why there was so much trust broken mm-hmm. within myself. And what true redemption looks looked like for me and what God wanted me to have and what it looks like now is like, wow, I know exactly who I am. And I feel so whole within myself, so healed. I feel more connected than I've ever been in my entire life. I feel more connected to God's creation and who he is than I ever have in my entire life. And this is what redemption looks like. This is what being redeemed feels like. Yep. And this is what sitting in your peace and sitting in your answer prayer feels like and not going out and... Or not having anything come in and disrupt it mm-hmm. and standing your ground and standing in like, no, this is mine. Yeah. And this is my authority and I'm going to own it and I'm going to receive it. And that's what redemption looks like for me. And that's what God did for me. Because mm-hmm. I don't think God wanted me to be in that either. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It's it's interesting because like as an outsider who was watching all this go down, like I could very much see that war between your brain and your heart through your words, Mm -hmm. right? Because of what you'd be saying. And I'm like, okay, she's teeter tottering. She doesn't know yet. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, what's interesting is like the process. Yeah. You know, what's interesting though. I was always teeter tottering with him. Yeah. Yeah. Always, always since the very beginning. And someone reminded me of that. And I was like, whoa, I completely (laughs) forgot about that. It's like, I chose to forget about, I was always questioning. I was him. Like, what do they say? Like the blinders come off or whatever? Like, yeah. Love blinders. I don't know. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> right. The rose colored glasses, whatever. Something like that. <laughs> but, it, but that's the thing. I never even thought that I could laugh about this. <laughs> Absolutely not. See, because here, here's, here's the thing is like, I want to go back to what we're talking about. Like, since we, we typically think of a miracle, something that's going to happen pretty soon you know when we're in the pain god's gonna come and he's gonna make a miracle and we're gonna get out of it and we're never gonna feel the pain again yes and so (laughs) but here's what i see happen is is people think that and when it doesn't happen the way that they think they get down and negative and they're like it's never gonna happen i'm just gonna be here forever like but not just that it's like god is the scapegoat now exactly and let's blame god for everything that didn't happen Mm -hmm. the way we thought it should have yeah but the difference between and and i'm really not like trying well i should toot your horn anyways but like i'm not just trying to be like yes lexus is amazing well i mean she is but um it's just a good example because like even whenever she did have the mindset of you know this big old thing's going to happen and everything's going to be good and we're going to be, I'm going to be redeemed. Like this whole situation's yeah. going to be and redeemed. And I fantasize how it Fan- would be ha- happen yes. and all that. But the difference that I saw in Alexis was that when she kept going and realized that, oh my God, it's never going to happen. Don't get me wrong. Of course she was sad, mad, all the things. Like I she, grieved it. She, yeah, she yeah. grieved it. 
but she didn't just stay there and just still hope for another miracle. You know what I mean? Like she was like, okay, like I have to have patience. I have to keep going. I have to keep looking at the positive things, the things that God, and and don't get me wrong. It wasn't easy. Like she wrestled with God a lot. Like she wrestled with herself a lot, but she kept going and she kept looking for, okay, well, like God, how is this going to be redeemed? Like she didn't just throw her hands up and be like, you know what, never mind. This is never going to happen, you know, just because it didn't happen the way that she wanted it to happen. Yeah. And you know what I, it was the question that always, that I was always asking myself was, do I really want this though? Mm -hmm. Like each time he would come back, I would be like, do I really want this though? Like it was always like a secret dialogue that I was having with myself but I remember but I feel like you knew that I was having that Mm -hmm. and I think he did too because I think I just wear my emotions yeah (laughs) (laughs) anyway so (laughs) and I was just like I don't know but every time we would end it (laughs) um yes I was so sad and it felt like my whole world was crashing but also there was like this sense of relief yeah which is weird it was such a whisper though mm-hmm. but since I was so disconnected if it, it just felt like I couldn't realize it at the time because I like I said I didn't have relationship with myself so yeah. I was so disconnected and it, I was just had I was swarming in the why questions and swarming in the doubt and swarming in the teeter-tottering on the playground. Yeah. On the, I was yeah. on the playground yeah. teeter-tottering. <laughs> and, uh, but it's so crazy because I the story that I was telling myself during that time is like, God has never redeemed anything in my life. Yes. Yes, I do. And God, that. if you could redeem this, then I would know you're a redeemer. Yeah. I would <laughs> test him and challenge him, which is so fucked up. <laughs> God's like, don't worry, I'll redeem you, but I ain't redeeming this. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> In honey, the way that you want. <laughs> he's like, baby girl, just trust me, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember, and I would be so mad at God. I'd be so mad at God. And, and I think eventually God was showing me he has redeemed a lot of things in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like he's redeemed our friendship. Oh, yes. A lot. <laughs> like, yeah. Absolutely. Like I was just telling you, someone the other day was telling me how like they noticed that you and me are closer than ever. Yeah. And we've been, the fact that I've known you for over 10 years is wild I to know. me. <laughs> you are the most longest committed relationship I've ever been in. <laughs> Real one. <laughs> right? Like I'm just like, but you're the person I feel so safe with. And if God didn't redeem this friendship, because we had a lot of messiness and oh, shitty yes. things go on. But I think for us, I mean, I guess we did say some hurtful things together to each other. Yeah. But it was never like destructive, I want to say. I agree. But also I see, like I, I see, I feel like, at least I'm speaking for me and I know, I know this about you towards me too, but like, I felt like I saw you like underneath yeah all the other stuff and you saw me underneath all the stuff yeah you know like I mean? we had we still had that view of each other of like okay i know this isn't her yeah yeah, yeah. she's just <laughs> having her moment yeah. <laughs> jesus and it's, christ i know but it's crazy because now we have like an understanding of what's going on like what was yeah. going on and like well yeah because the other day when i <laughs> no guys listen the other day i texted her i was like because this is saturday when we're recording it and 
just a reminder, we published these episodes Sundays. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I edit them. So uh, earlier this week, I was like, hey, when are we going to record? I was, And I told her how my week plans were going to be. And then she was told me her week plans and replied. And then I think... You know what it was, though? I think whenever you tell me how busy your schedule is, it fucking triggers me. (laughs) Because that was an issue in our friendship in the past. And so I was like, yeah, so, okay, maybe there was a little sass. And I was like, (laughs) I was like, yeah, so when do you think you're going to be able to put the podcast as a priority? I'm not mad. I'm just saying I'm a little frustrated. Only yeah. (laughs) And then you came back with like, okay, well, I'm frustrated because I told you da 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 da, and I didn't reply because I'm like, all right, I don't want to get in a fight. (laughs) We just expressed that we're frustrated with each other. But anyways, just get to like to the point of that is like we know how we operate now. Yes. Mm -hmm. And if we feel like things are escalating, not in a healthy way. I will take a break. Yeah. <laughs> and you will take a break. Right. And then at the, I think at the end of the day, we just said, hi, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> because just we like always, validating. yeah, we always make sure that like, we know from each other that, hey, I still love you, even yeah. though I'm frustrated with you. Exactly. Like we know how to function in a regulated emotions when things probably feel frustrating at the time. So that's why I think God has redeemed this friendship. <laughs> I was like, wait, what was the point of that? <laughs> <laughs> because I just, I've never really had that with anybody else. Right. And I think, I think there has been a lot of redemption in my family. I don't, I think st- statistically, me and my family, how we are today, shouldn't be. Yeah. But we are. Not to say that we don't have a lot of growth. Right. <laughs> we do. But... The fact that we still just have open communication and we have those hard conversations sometimes where me and my dad have those, Mm -hmm. that's really a good place to be in after all the abuse that we experience as a family. That's the thing. And here's here's how I look at that is it might not be completely redeemed yet, but you're on the path to redemption. You know what I mean? And that's hopeful. Like that gives you hope. Like you know that it's not going to be, oh everybody's great now you yeah. know like it is a journey a path like yeah. you have to go through all those small little wins to get to a big win exactly like small redemption like the path to redemption is still redemption yes you're still being redeemed you're being refined it probably feels like you're going through fire yes but a sword has to go through fire to be sharpened exactly so this is good. You are being redeemed. It's painful. It's challenging. It's hard. But the person that you're going to come out of it as, whoa. It's going to be a person that you never even thought was possible for yourself. Like, that's how I feel. I'm like, this is the person I've always dreamed of, mm-hmm. but never thought was possible for me. Yep. And that's the thing, too. Is like, I'm glad that God didn't redeem that relationship or that person mm-hmm. not that I don't want to say that person I hope he gets redeemed <laughs> <laughs> but I mean like you know the well just the relationship I guess that's yeah word. I don't know what I'm saying um I'm glad he decided that my trust within myself the way I love myself how I view myself how I feel about myself matters more 
than being in a relationship with somebody else. A thousand percent. And being <laughs> loved by somebody else mm-hmm. and being married. Because mm-hmm. I think that's what I was wanting. I wanted to be married. Right. <laughs> um, and I wanted to say that too. I think the world has put such a high stakes view mm-hmm. on being married or not in this in your life. It's like the ultimate expression of love is to have somebody else love you and to be married. Right. Like, that's the goal in life. And that just isn't it. Yeah. Like, biblically, that really is not the goal. (laughs) It's not. And honestly, it's not the ultimate expression in life. But us as Christians, well, I can only speak for women. They, like, hound you to pray for your husband at, like, 12. Yes. And I'm like, I'm 12. Why am I praying? Why do I need to pray for my husband and have a journal only for him? Exactly. Like, shouldn't I learn to love myself and who I am? Not yearn for another person's acceptance and validation. Exactly. But, like, the world has brought this, like, and you see marriages when they finally do get married, the way they feel about themselves is still there. Like, another person loving them doesn't change it. It just distracts it. Yep. And I, I, I'm really glad that God, me and God took this time to be like, hey, what, how you're feeling about yourself actually matters more than who you ever end up with. That is just an addition to life. And that is the most redeeming thing to me is like, I don't, I used to think about all the time, when am I going to get my husband? When when am I going to marry him? When am I, how are we going to meet? Like, it was just all I fantasized about like four years ago. <laughs> and now at this time, all I fantasize about is, man, I can't wait to eat Chick-fil-A or <laughs> what am I going to eat today? Yeah. Or, you know, like, or even just like our podcast, like things for me, how I want to build my career and yeah. there's how stuff like that. People. Like, what do I want out of my life? Not I'm not thinking about, okay, what do I want out of my life because I might get married in this amount of years. I'm not thinking about being married. Yeah. Well, like to add to that, and I know that's not really what the episode's about, but um, just a little, little sneak peek though. Little nuggets. A little nuggets is um, what, I, what I find interesting is most people do not – not all people, a lot of people do get married, especially in the Christian world, because that's what they're supposed to do. Like I need, or I yearn to be a, um, father, a mother, a wife, which is okay, which is okay. However, what happens is because that's the thing that you want the most, that person, whoever's there in the moment, that's going to give it to you. You're willing to say yes, even if that person's not for you. And that's why you see a lot of relationships, marriages, and divorces. Fail yeah. Because they get into that marriage and they are finally married and they're finally a mom and they're like, this is everything that I've wanted. But it's not what you thought it would be. And it's not it. it it's doesn't, not how you would feel it yeah, would be. Because you're looking for that bit. This is my, this is going to be the big thing that makes me happy when in reality it would have been all those little tiny things that were ended up making you mm-hmm. happy, not mm-hmm. this finally I'm married finally I have kids you know what I mean like well I think that's why I'm glad that I know who I am now Mm -hmm. and of course you're always gonna grow you're always gonna like change your mind about things but the core of who I am now I'm like connected to it 
So I'm glad that I've found that equity in myself first. Mm. And I'm glad that I found that equity in God. And I know that when things happen, like I don't blame God for it. Exactly. Like I just don't because I just, I know him. I know just theology. Anyways, we're not going to get into that because that's a longer episode. But I just, I just don't blame him. He's not the scapegoat for everything that goes wrong in my life. He really isn't. Yeah. I'm glad I have that trust within myself and with him before, if I do, if I ever get married to Mm -hmm. somebody else. Because let's be honest, if you don't ever truly feel loved within yourself, if you don't ever truly love yourself or have that trust and safety within yourself, you won't have this capacity to receive someone else's love and trust. Because I'll be honest, I'm still struggling with trust issues. Absolutely. You're going to. Which is okay. I mean, there's (laughs) there's things that have been redeemed, but then there's other things that like, no, I I know where I'm still struggling in and the the repercussions of what happened. And this, a person can come into my life. Like, let's just say a guy could come into my life and he could be the most trustworthy man, Mm -hmm. but I probably wouldn't fucking trust him Yeah, because I just, I can't trust right now. You where you used to give trust so freely and yeah. it's broken you so many times yeah. now you are holding it back a little more because you're like man I've been here before I know how this ends mm-hmm. and so it's almost instead of you know how naturally people like give you trust until it's broken for you it's more like nah I'm keeping it until you earn it yep <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping it until you earn it because I've been there way too many times which makes sense yeah I always think back to um Loki of course you do (laughs) i love loki but in the episode in the last episode where he's fighting with female loki yes um wait no that's not her name in the show but i know who you're talking about Mm -hmm. well now i'm annoyed that i don't know her name yeah you should because i'm a true fan exactly yeah you're like a mega fan (laughs) the way that you're the way that you're just like staring like blinking Anyways, it starts with a C. Female Loki. It starts with a C or something. Sylvie? Sylvie! Close? <laughs> with an S. <laughs> okay, Sylvie. Where they're fighting, and she, Sylvie wants to kill the the man who knows everything. And um, he's like, he's like, wait, Sylvie, stop. <laughs> I'm gonna act it out, okay. and and she was like staring at him, and he's like, whatever, and then and then he was like, I know you can't trust, and I get it, I understand because you can't trust, and I can't be trusted, but did it, you know, uh, that line just always gets me because I'm like, you're right, Loki, <laughs> I can't trust, and you can't be trusted. <laughs> that's that's your view of trust with anybody you're like listen i can't trust and you can't be trusted right now so but like (laughs) but i trust you you're probably the only person in my life that i fully trust let's just say that it took 10 years though so we'll just put that in there (laughs) (laughs) fully at least fully oh my god people are like this girl is all kinds of messed up okay but listen listen we're all fucked up (laughs) yeah we are we're all messed up just in the most loving way we say that yes yes but yeah you're the only person i trust so that's nice (laughs) it feels good to have at least one yeah (laughs) 
But anyway, so getting back to the episode. Right. Um, yeah, I was going to say something, but then we got off track. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're, I feel like we're everywhere all the time. Um, come on the journey. Come on. <laughs> the journey of our, our ADD. ADD minds. Well, I think for me. <laughs> me too. Anyways. Okay. Um, Shit. Redemption. So the point of this episode <laughs> is that you you are still able to have redemption. And I think my belief system has been rewired to where, like, I believed at first God has never redeemed my life. Mm-hmm. He's never redeemed any part of my story. To now, Alexis in 2023 yeah. is like... God has redeemed so much of my life and so much of my heart and the way I feel. I'm so free from self-hatred and shame and just these belief systems that were lying to me and weren't serving me anymore. And I feel free from the chaos and the abuse. And I, I finally know what it feels like to love and look at myself with such grace and understanding and compassion and in that I'm able to see another human being and be like wow and look Mm -hmm. at them from a place of compassion and understanding of like you're just a little girl or a little boy really just (laughs) throwing a fit right now I see you I hear you (laughs) (laughs) but let's talk you know like it's just it's more of that understanding of humanity and I'm glad I have that now like, I would have chosen this over anything. Yes, a thousand percent. See, I feel like as you're talking, I'm sitting here thinking, you know, what in my life has been redeemed too? And yes, obviously our friendship. But I think, I mean, and you know this, but my my biggest redemption is me. Like, yeah, m- me with me. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because just like when you're talking about like your process and I'm like, man, like I'm thinking about who I was. Yes, three years ago. But I'm more so saying like 10 years ago. like who, Yeah, because you didn't know who you were. No. You were like, lost in your own mind, I'm honestly. Like, I'm like, I was lost for like 23 years. <laughs> How crazy is that? To not know who you are for and, years. Some people are like in their 40s for, not knowing. Exactly. And you're like just the, just thinking about the way that it used to feel in my body versus the way it feels now. I mean, it's like night and day. Like it is completely different like I like you're talking about self-hatred I used to hate myself so much and at the same time try to put on this mask that I'm the most loving and nurturing person like just thinking about how exhausting that was 24 7 um and how now I just show up exactly how I am because I've accepted and I've loved myself first like I I had to go through all of that in order to get to where I am today and it's because every single time that I was in the messiness like God kept showing up God kept being there like he was showing me every single step of the way like hey this is gonna happen like you know what I mean like yeah it feels like a new relationship with God it feels like now we finally know how he shows up Mm -hmm. instead of what we think and what we are taught of (laughs) how he shows up and I'll just tell you right now and this can be later for our church series but like I cannot wait for that I know but like the way that I used to be so triggered by the word God Oh my god yeah and I never would want to mention it or say it or listen to 
Christian music just because of my experiences, not necessarily even with God, like just with the way people mm, portrayed him. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I'd never even, but I never even wanted to like talk about it just because I was like, no, I don't want to be like all those other people, but I was cutting off God. Anyways, we'll talk about that later, but I can see that redemption now happening in my life. Like my relationship with God, like and you're starting to listen to worship music. I'm, now. I listen to worship music. Yeah. Like I actually want to read about God. Like I actually want to say him. his name and yeah. I want to know him and I want to talk to him. Like that part of my life is being redeemed in Small I'm telling, listen, I'm telling you, it's been like, Oh my gosh. Oh my God. I feel like it's been like, eight years <laughs> I've been of all that yeah yeah because and sometimes year of high, like holy shit that's crazy sometimes it happens like that like sometimes you have to be so far from what happened to you to finally get those redemptions or to finally see it yeah. and believe it and I love that that like even in small ways God is showing up because you know, that's my favorite thing about God is that <laughs> yes. he doesn't come in forcefully all who he is and all knowing. And it's like, hey, since I'm all this and all knowing, you're going to love me right here, right now. And we're going <laughs> to fix it right here, right now. Exactly. Like he's not that person. He's such a patient understanding to where like he looks at you. And I felt this all the time where, wherever I was angry and I was cussing at him because I know me and him, we just keep it, you know. Open. <laughs> I, I I haven't like held back ever. Yeah. And and he'll just and I always feel him looking at me like, mm-hmm. like in a way of like, like I know you're mad, but you know you're gonna get over it. I was saying I'm I'm envisioning like like you like in your room and God coming and knocking on the door and like peeking his head and he's like are you ready to talk and you're like ah! and he's like okay I'll be okay, outside. Okay I love you. I'll be right here. Like he trusts me that I'm gonna get out of it. A hundred percent. Like I'm yes. gonna get over it but he's giving me that space to be angry. Yeah. And I need that. Like me mm-hmm. as Alexis for myself I need to feel the things that I'm feeling. Right. And I need to feel safe enough and have permission to feel it in that moment. Yeah. Or else it's just going to stay in there. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's just the person I am. Right. And it's going to get worse. <laughs> and so God's like looking at me like, no, just let her. The angels are like, God, do you want to do something? And God's <laughs> like, no, trust me. Just let her be. Just let her be. It's okay. She'll she'll be fine. We trust her. I, I created her. We're good. We're good. She'll get over it. She <laughs> just needs to say it. It's fine. Like there's so much yeah. trust. Like there's that knowing of like, I know who this person is. Mm-hmm. She just needs to get it out. Yeah. And he doesn't internalize it. I think that's what I love. Like now I feel safe that Oh, this is really me. It's not him. Yeah. <laughs> and he knows this that. Is, yes. He's over here like, forgive him. Forgive. It's okay. No, guys, it's fine. She just, I love yeah. her. We get it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'll forgive her. She doesn't know what she's doing right now. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> it's not but, malicious. And now that there's been so many of those moments, <laughs> there's been so many of those moments, it's like, I don't have those moments as often because now I don't blame him. You know what's so funny? What? It's like, I'm seeing how, like, Okay. Even with our relationships with God, like you want to fight <laughs> with God and I ice him out. 
Oh, like and yeah. that's how we that's how we deal with stuff. That's just interesting. Sorry, I was thinking. I was like, oh, we even do it with our relationship with God. Like, not yeah, even we just, do like, it with each other. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Well, I mean, we do it with in relationship with people here oh, on earth yeah. and with God. Like, we that's the way that we function. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. But no, Sorry. that's what you can look at. Is like look at your life and what triggered you before, mm-hmm. and how it doesn't trigger you anymore. Like that is redemption yeah. right there in the smallest ways. And and here's the thing though is the things that used to trigger us. It's not like we woke up one day and we're like, ha ha, oh my god, look I touched that. his cloak and now we're good. Oh my gosh, we're redeemed. No, it took it a took, long time, mm-hmm. and then eventually we notice. We're like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. We've worked through that. Like, it doesn't. It doesn't trigger us as yeah. much as it used to. And and it still may trigger you, but not in the same capacity. Yeah. It might, like, in the past, it might have triggered you to a level 10. Right. And now when it comes up, it triggers you to a level 3. And you're like, oh, 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 oh I didn't think I'd be here. I didn't yeah. think I'd ever be here. Exactly. Because in that level 10, you never think that it's going to be Yeah. Better. You always think, oh, my God, this is going to last forever. This is now going to go away. <laughs> it's always how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if some of y'all are wondering as y'all are listening to us, okay, but then how do you deal with the trigger then? How do you get from a level 10 to a level three? Well, we did an episode on it. <laughs> so go listen to that So first. go listen to it. It's called Understanding Your Triggers. And I go through all of that. And that's what we do. And it just takes a lot of work. A lot but of work. But it feels... But you're going to get the reward of it and the gift from it that keeps on giving, you know? I love this. I love that you said that because redemption takes a lot of work. Like It does. It takes a lot of work. You can't just sit there and expect to be redeemed. Like, you have to do something. And how powerful is it that our creator gave us a mind and a body and a heart to rebuild with him? Mm-hmm. He gave us power and authority, too. Like, I don't think I would ever, like, as a parent, and I've heard Boaz, he was on our podcast too. Oh, yeah. He would said, I would never want my son to just sit there and feel like he can't do anything about it. Like, I've raised him to do it himself. Like, he has the power and the capability to do things. You are capable. Yeah. And I think God really does want us to have that belief in ourselves because we're his creation. We're made in the image of him. Like he wants us to know that we are capable. We have the power. We have the authority. So take ownership over your life. Yes. And come out of it. Mm -hmm. Like you have the power to change the cycle. You have the power to be redeemed and you can do it with me in partnership. Exactly. And, and, And creating that belief system that you are powerful is one of the most life-changing things at least in my in my mind like yeah like you're not always going to be the victim you're not always going to attract the people that you attract you're not always going to find yourself in a chaotic abusive relationship you're not always going to find yourself people leaving you Mm -hmm. exactly like and I think where we're at now and what's beautiful though is that like we have a lot of people don't have that foundation built and I feel like we within ourselves have had that foundation built because like we've talked about before on this podcast like there's gonna be storms there's gonna be shit that happens and if you don't have that foundation built of course your shit's gonna get rocked during those storms but if there's a foundation it's still gonna hurt you're probably still gonna have bruises there's still gonna be things that need to be fixed but your whole house, meaning you, is not blown over. Yeah. Or completely you, taken. You now know how to navigate it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you're not so fearful of it to where you completely have lost who you are. Yeah. A hundred percent. And isn't it interesting that 
well, this is where I found myself. I want to say this one thing. It's like when you have to love somebody, but in loving someone, you lose yourself. Is it even worth it? No. And I think that's what I did. It's like at the time what was going on, like loving him was me losing who I was. Mm -hmm. Because that's something that you wanted so badly. Yeah. And I had, and in that, this is going to sound like a Selena Gomez song. (laughs) (laughs) But I I did had, I did have to lose him in order to love myself. Mm -hmm. I really did. Yeah. And it was the best loss I've ever had. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like that's that's typical. And, and I'm not saying just lose a person, but I feel like people have to lose something in order to finally have that realization of like, oh, shit, it's me. Like, look at me. You know yeah. what I mean? So. That's good. That's crazy. I'm like I want to jam it. I'm like I want to jam out to this song, but it's so like it's so true though. Like typically, I mean, we talked about this before a billion times too. Like a lot of times, you have to get to your like darkest moment, (laughs) your lowest point, in order to rise up, rise up like a fucking phoenix, baby, like a fucking (laughs) phoenix. I know that's what I feel. My aunt bought me a phoenix necklace. I was like from this podcast. I was like the way that the way that you always mention that. I'm like, listen, I want to no, go. I really get, was. I want to go get a phoenix tattoo with you now. I'm like, let's go get one, dude. That's what I want to turn this tattoo into. Yes, the, you're like, I was a tattoo. little birdie, and now I'm a now fucking, I'm a fucking phoenix. phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real though, I'm not joking. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, we're gonna end this because um, I got places to be. We got people to do. Wait. No, we don't. <laughs> Places to do. Wait. People. All right, stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay. see, guys, if once you let go of something and find yourself being redeemed in the smallest moments, you can laugh like me and Krista. Yes. And be weird like us. <laughs> be part of the weird club. Yes. Welcome. You are welcome. Anybody's welcome. Yeah. Just come on. Just do it. Just, just do it. It's fine. I really do think we're cringy towards it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, we haven't, you know, perfected the whole closing thing. But um, anyway, so we But hope- I love it. I love us. I know. Me too. Okay, we're going to go. Okay. Um, we hope that this helped you in some way or another. Um, and if it did, or even if it didn't, and you're just like, you know what, they're awesome. Because I know that's what you're thinking. Um <laughs> You can go ahead and if you want to like rate, you know, do that review, little review subscribe. stuff. If you want to like subscribe, like do it, do it. That'd be awesome. Okay. We love y'all. All right. We love you. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.